Welcome to Podmon, home of the Podmon. Can I take your order? <laughs> yep, we are back once again. We is. And happy Valentine's Day, Nolan. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day, Zach. Thank you so much. I I got you something. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a, a special uh, Valentine's Patreon gift. That classic romantic anime, <laughs> Metabots. How did you know? I... I just guessed from your uh, cave doodles. You know what? I think it was that one day we were having a nice stroll uh, through the town, and I looked through the window at the Metabots in the display case, and uh, I didn't think you noticed. I didn't think you noticed me linger, but, you know, it goes to show you're paying attention. I always pay attention. (laughs) That's right, folks. It's not Podmon Adventure. It's Metapod. Wait, uh, that's a... Wait. That's a different thing. Hang on. (laughs) But yeah, we're gonna uh, watch some some Metabots. Um, yeah. Same scenario as last time. Uh, the first one will be available free on the feed for you guys, and then we'll do a couple extra ones uh, exclusive on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's your relationship or memory of this show? Um, I had not heard of it to the point where when we searched for this, or I hadn't remembered it to the point where when we searched for this, I searched meta with a T. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, not, not weighing heavy in my mind, although looking at some of this footage in, uh, what we saw in the uh, trailers and intro sequence, I, uh, am having some, some memories flood back. I definitely remember thinking this was cool and it definitely looks really cool. So... I think we're in for a good one, but I have I have nothing. I have nothing in my brain, even more so than usual. More <laughs> nothing than than typical. Yeah. Uh, it was one. I think it was either season two or three of uh, Digimon when this um, aired concurrently on Fox Kids, and I watched it uh, a little bit back in the day. Um, saw most of it, and then went back and watched it a few years ago and I rather uh, I rather enjoy the show and find it quite quite charming and uh, looks cool yeah it's it's an interesting take on the monster companion kind of like so it's like show of the time. Transformers meets a little, Digimon meets Pokemon. Honestly, yeah. yeah, a little bit. Um like they've got fighting robots. Their robots can like upgrade through things they've won in battles and stuff like that and super fun, super cool. So uh so yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Do they ever make the robots kiss? Um I don't think so. I do think there was a robot that had a crush on another robot, but Aww. I but I can't remember. Um maybe we'll see that P- probably not. Um But yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh some housekeeping. Oh. Um let's see. Nintendo there was a Nintendo Direct uh today, which is about a week before y- you guys are hearing this. Um, nothing too spectacular. We've got a release date for the new Zelda game that's coming out in May. Oh, shit. What's uh, it called? Um, Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're s- scraping the bottom of the barrel with the names, but it's okay. I was going to say, uh, 
Tears of the Kingdom, I hope that they actually address some shit. It feels like Zelda is... It's like Mario, and it's like any other Nintendo property where they're like deadly afraid of actually having any kind of social commentary. Yeah, for sure. So it always becomes inevitable that there's a really salient one in there mm-hmm. because they're doing everything they can not yeah. to talk about it. Um, so you got a new Pikmin 4 trailer. I think that's coming out this spring. I didn't know there was a 3. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had a Nintendo system since... Well, I had the kind of had a Wii. Um, but really the GameCube. Yeah. So that's like my last time playing. Well, yeah. The Wii U obviously sucked. Yeah. And then the Wii sucked in a way that most people won't admit. (laughs) Um, GameCube fucking, you know, it blew all of our dicks off. And, you know, we had to recover from that. I mean, game... I feel like... Switch kind of gets back there. Yeah, it's it's closer to that vibe. But... I feel like since the Wii, Nintendo has just been like, Sony and Microsoft can have the gamers. We're just going to fucking appeal to kids and family and just dump shovelware yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um, and, oh, they're remastering Metroid Prime. Oh. Why not just make a new one? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Fuck. Um, that game still holds up, like, visually, you know? Yeah. Like, it was stylized. That was kind of yeah, the whole point. Yeah, like, I feel like a lot of games from the GameCube hold up because yeah. they were so stylized. Like, I think they Wind Waker still looks great. I think yep. Sunshine still looks great. Like, they leaned into the cell shading a lot in, in the GameCube, and by doing so, it doesn't feel as aged as, like, the like PS2 or Xbox yeah. games do. Right, and even the best uh, looking games on those systems tend to have that same cell shaded mm-hmm. vibe, like Killer Seven and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, I I think that yeah, you're 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 pretty much insulating yourself from uh, technology being, um, you know, that that uh, uncanny feeling of early fucking uh, CGI just looks like dog shit to us. At the time, we were mesmerized by it in some circumstances. But yeah, no, they insulated themselves from that that issue by making things artistic. Yeah, <laughs> hot take. Honestly, I think that a lot of GameCube games, because of that stylization, look better than even a lot of games on the PS3 or like. I agree with that. 360. I think yeah. I think that that early era of really going for hyper realism yeah. looks like absolute shit now mm-hmm. uh like halo 3 era sort of and that actually looks pretty good by by today's standards like that's one of the pinnacles of of that era yeah for sure but that's like a triple a title coming out of yeah. it's like a launch thing um and there is a um a digimon con coming up this weekend i think on the 11th which we will talk about in the next uh, proper episode we record. But from what I hear, there's not really anything... Where's that happening? Uh, Probably Japan, I think. But oh. it'll be fucking live-streamed and stuff. So Where? I'll watch it and give the notes on it. But I don't think there's anything... I was going to say we should go to that. <laughs> we sh- yeah, we should. We should, g- we should get a booth yeah. outside of... Like the city limits. <laughs> uh, but, like I said, I don't think there's anything new being announced, just updates on p- 
ports and digivices and stuff like that. But we'll cover that on the next proper episode. But uh, with all of that housekeeping aside, I guess let's uh, let's watch the first episode of Metabots and go from there. Say, yeah, let's do it. Cool. Okay. All right, we're back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, first, first blush. I fucking love this. Uh, yeah. In, in our first episode, we open on a fucking <laughs> a man clutching a suitcase after a fiery car crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, within the case, uh, it is, um, or the case is, is ripped from his hands by some of the dumbest dressed uh, yeah. villains I've ever seen. They're basically in black wetsuits with antennas poking out of yeah. their heads. Um, incredibly stupid stuff, but uh, you love to see it. Um, then a third party shows up just to fuck things over more and steals the case. Uh, he announces himself to be <laughs> Phantom, Phantom Renegade. Renegade. Yeah. Um, he uh, he uh, recognizes uh, the, uh, the metal that it was inside of the suitcase as a beetle metal? Is that what yeah. he calls it? Yeah, it's a rare beetle metal. Yeah, a yeah. rare beetle metal, which we have no context for yet at all whenever we happen, uh, happen upon this. But uh, then uh, Phantom Renegade makes the bundle, the uh, <laughs> the bungle of uh, dropping the, the metal into the river that he is, uh, is standing over. Yeah, and, yeah he's uh, standing up there... Boasting about his like his prowess and having to himself, stolen, I guess. The, stolen the metal to yeah to nobody when he when he drops it in the in the river. Yeah, what a dingus. Um, so we we switch scenes. Then we are uh, we come upon <laughs> uh, what I'm going to refer to as the goons. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Our three like they're kind of like our uh, bulk and skull characters. Oh, of, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Of of the series. Uh, Samantha, Sloane, and uh, what's the other one? I can't remember either. Yeah, I don't think they actually say his name in the. I, th- I think they say it once, but I can't. I can't remember what it what it was. But uh, yeah, Samantha is the uh, is the boss of this this little trio, and they're in the midst of uh, what is pretty uh, expertly uh, exposited to us as a uh, row battle mm-hmm. um, by uh, a character who I fucking absolutely love named Mr. Referee. Yes. Who just is summoned out of the ether anytime there's a row battle. I guess in this first instance to explain the rules to a bunch of people who are like consumed and like all uh, uh, surrounded by row battles constantly. But uh, anyways, he, do, he does the uh, audience a favor and describes basically what's happening here. Spike. Spike, Spike is the name of yeah, the other. The other one. Uh, they're called the screws, which the I don't think screws. is I don't think is mentioned in the first episode, mm. but yeah, that is the name of their of their gang. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, uh, the screws are fighting uh, the student council uh, over access to their room. They're right. Basically, yeah. they want to they want to hang out in the student council room for some reason, and uh, yeah, uh, uh, Samantha's um, metabot is a. Uh, is a uh, electric type mm-hmm. called Pepper Cat. Yes, which I really appreciated. And then uh, the student council president's uh, metabot is named uh, Doctor Bok Choi, which both of these are just great names. Which kind of uh, uh, is lends itself to and illustrates that this show is actually pretty fucking clever. It yeah. feels like everything that happens is 
is really well considered. Like I think whoever did the translation also put in a lot of effort to make the jokes actually like pass mustard. Yeah, for sure. Um, which you love to see it. Um, anyways, we're also uh, introduced to in this battle our uh, two main characters, uh, Arika and Iki. Arika, I- uh, huh? I go ahead. No. Yeah. Iki, I guess. Yeah, I think it's Iki. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Um, yeah, Arika is a is a school journalist. She's kind of like an April O'Neil sort of character, Mm -hmm. um, but a lot more self aware. And uh, she is in it for the scoop. She does. She she is rarely like personally invested in what's happening. At least in the three episodes that we've seen. Yeah. Um, But she is very very um, uh, committed to her position as the school reporter. Uh, school journalist, rather, she put it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so without much, um, without much of a fight, really, uh, Pepper Cat defeats Doctor Bok Choi, and the student council room is surrendered to the goons, the screws. Um, after the fight, Icky and uh, Arika are both uh, conversing about the uh, the battle, and Icky is running his goddamn mouth, <laughs> despite not having a metabot. And uh, Samantha picks up on this, and decides to mock him about it. Now, <laughs> uh, on the way home, uh, Arika is you know further mocking Icky for not only being a, a little bitch and talking shit about something he can't understand because he doesn't have one, but, but also, also being poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Icky uh, is lamenting at a, at a nearby store, uh, or a store on the way home, uh, over his lack of a metabot, and they decide to, to take another look in the store just to, just to do some window shopping. Apparently Icky and the clerk have developed some kind of a relationship because he keeps showing up and saying that one day he'll get a metabot, someday. Um, yeah, uh, Henry, who is the, uh, who is the clerk... Ah, Henry. Um, it tries to sell uh, Icky a metabot, but Icky doesn't have enough money. But Henry does have a shitty old uh, KBT-type metabot for sale which yeah. uh i do not know if we ever get any like uh clarification on what the um kill bind torture <laughs> yeah what, <laughs> what that or any of the other like types mean yeah uh it was originally a game in like a video game in Japan, oh, so shit. so maybe like it's there's more clarity on that kind of thing in the game, but I've never played the game, yeah. so I don't know. They they all end in T, so I'm guessing T stands for type, and that Probably. would make me think Killer Beetle type, maybe. Yeah, something like that. King Beetle type. Yeah, like probably. That? But then. But I guess that could be a like a translation yeah. or like an ATM machine right. type right, type right, thing right. of calling it a KBT type. Yeah. Um, uh, but Icky turns, turns him down, um, and keeps walking home and finds a, uh, beetle metal in the river. Yeah. Hmm. The self-same beetle metal that, uh, dumbass Phantom Renegade just completely shit the bed with earlier. Yeah. And, uh, we'll come, come back to it, but Henry... Seems uh, obviously in or oddly interested in this uh, in this beetle metal that that Iki has found. But we'll like I said, we'll get back to that later. Yeah. Um, 
Back at home, Icky asks his mother to buy him a Metabot while a, a news anchor on TV reports on Metabot bandits fighting kids and and stealing their Metabots. And Which is a big thing about this universe. Apparently, having a Metabot is ubiquitous. Yeah. Like, not having a Metabot is like not having uh, a cell phone, I guess, mm-hmm. in the modern context. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty much... Everybody got them. And uh, so, yeah, so thieves would obviously be a problem. So uh, mom makes sure to make sure that uh, uh, <laughs> that Icky uh, lives in fear of, <laughs> of uh, right. anybody trying to attack him and take one of his Metabot uh, parts, which we should establish that that's basically what's at risk. It's like a pink slip with a car. Mm-hmm. You're basically uh, fighting for some uh, part uh, of the uh, Metabot. Um yeah, uh, so, <laughs> uh, so Erika drags, uh, Icky along yeah. on a, on a stakeout while, uh, Samantha and the gang fight the bandits. Mm-hmm. Actually, scratch that, Samantha joins the bandits. Yep. She knows where the wind is blowing. Right. <laughs> and decides to, uh, yeah, get on the winning side, as she says. So, of course, Icky does not have a, uh, Metabot. So mm-hmm. they decide to uh, harass Erika instead. So Icky <laughs> runs off to find help when he meets a wise chicken sales- salesman who tells him to do the right thing and buy one of his chicks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, yeah, he gives he gives uh, some grand advice about how to like stand up for yourself, which ultimately he's culminating in a sales pitch for yeah. his chicks. But uh, Icky runs off before he can actually... Uh, make uh close the sale um which again really solid comedic beat there yeah because like that could have just been anybody it could have been just like a random stranger who like gave some actual good advice and didn't have any sort of like ulterior motives or any like understandable position in the in the uh show but yeah, the chick salesman has very clear motivations. <laughs> it's just like tangentially connected to what Icky's actually uh trying to go for yeah what does he say reach down into your soul and then reach into your wallet (laughs) and and buy your heart's desire or whatever uh so iggy goes and buys the kbt type from henry Mm -hmm. and henry notices the metal and questions iggy on where he got the metal um and iggy rushes back to the bandits harassing erika and transports in meta b but meta b just kind of just sits there Inactive. Yeah. Just uh, chilling. Yeah. And is just getting his, his ass kicked when Icky yells at Meta B and he finally gets his shit together and kicks some ass. But uh Meta B st- still isn't about Icky though. Yeah. There's a lot of tension uh yeah. between <laughs> uh Meta B and Icky. It seems as though um, Icky just wanted a mindless drone slave. Yeah. And uh, Meta B is not that. He's got a uh, personality. It's like it's a lot like uh, Pikachu and Ash in the first uh, first little bit of uh, Pokemon. For sure. And I think we mentioned this in the um, in the Mega Man review mm. that they. I feel like this does it, and it. We'll get into it more when we get to the second episode, which is really pretty much about them like yeah. learning to be friends and everything but 
I feel like this does that a lot better than that show did. Like it yeah. tried to have that that moment of tension between whatever the fuck the name of that kid was, I can't even remember. Uh like Mega Man's Pokemon trainer. Oh, I have no fucking I can't yeah. remember any of that shit. Um but then it's just like resolved immediately. Yeah, there's a fire. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh that's pretty much the first episode. Yeah. Um every yeah. time I come back to this show, I'm just amazed that this wasn't just a smash hit. Yeah. It looks better. It's better voice acted. Mm-hmm. It's like competently written. Yeah. And the translation like, is good. It's aware of itself as a goofy kid show. Yeah. In the like in the best way possible. Um it also has like a uh uh conceptual clarity that Digimon severely lacks. Mm-hmm. Digimon sells a lot of itself with like the mystery and the uh, like you're given breadcrumbs for so long, you're given just like a little bit, and the world is interesting enough to get you through it and yeah. keep you invested. But this seems the show f- feels really, really concerned with keeping you on the same page with the plot, making yeah. sure that you know exactly what's up, what's at stake. It also does this this cool thing of like making you uh, all of the investment comes in with the connection to the characters as opposed to. Uh, putting children in, in danger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like nobody's like physical person seems to be really at risk. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's always just about like the the robots fighting, and you're risking, you know, the honor of of losing um, or you know winning, and uh, the actual parts of your metabot. You know, it reminds me in a way of Red versus Blue, in the sense that like. I won't get into it because it is a good show and I recommend watching it. Um, but as Metabots goes on, there are more stakes. There are sure, like sure. there is like a bigger story going on. But we build up with this like very grounded uh, in a like. Oh, what's the one I'm looking for? Uh, like whimsical, goofy, not taking itself too seriously kind of way where we're very invested yeah. in the in the characters, not from a per- perspective of drama, but just... Familiarity. Familiarity. We like them. Like, yeah, familiarity. Like I, I like we, Icky. I like Arika. Yeah. I think they're, they're fun. And like, uh, and like a comfort level with, with the characters. So when it gets to the stakes later on, it's a much yeah. easier sell. You're invested. Yeah. Yeah. With Digimon, it's like, here's a bunch of kids. Before you even really know who they are, they're in the Digiverse. Right. Like, abandoned and possibly about to die. Um, and, like, to, to Digimon's credit, uh, at least half of the kids are, like, well-characterized and, like, you like them immediately. And yeah. by this point in the show... The others, namely Joe and Mimi, have had some, a little bit of development, and you and you start to like enjoy them, them too. But they definitely yeah. put like the the drama foot forward a little bit in in Digimon, yeah. where that's like this show 
knows what it is and takes the piss out of itself constantly. And oh, yeah. I love it. And yeah, it's not afraid of, like, turning into a trope. Like, it really will, like, turn into the, the skid of any of that kind of stuff and just let, let stuff be silly and, and, and very, uh, like, genre-focused. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's the first episode. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, at, I guess at this point we will be, uh, leaving you free listeners behind. And, uh, if you want to hear about the next two episodes, uh, head over to the patreon.com slash indie carnival and, uh, you know, listen to the, the whole thing. So, so for the free guys, we will see you next week. Or actually, whatever it is, I think it, I think today's a Tuesday. So six days from now with another episode of Podmon Adventure. And for you, uh, gumball gangbangers, we'll meet you over on the Patreon. Hell yeah.